Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. On the weekend, I was reading an article in the, the Weekend Financial Review or the Australian Financial Review in their perspective column. It was actually titled, Old Economics Under Fire. And it's basically, I've seen articles like this before. I mean, back in the tech boom, we had things like, you know, old economies out, new economies in. And this article was, was a little bit different because I was actually questioning the old economic theories. And, and this is where it probably aligns very much with my thinking. For those who've read my book, How to Beat the Managed Funds by 20%, you'll understand some of the thinking that I have is probably a little bit different than the industry. I'm not an advocate of buy and hold, and I'm also not an advocate of dollar cost averaging because both of those uh, methods, not but uh, buy and hold doesn't actually work. It just gets average returns over a 10-year period. But things like uh, dollar cost averaging is something that actually does cost people actually lots of money. And there's a lot of things around the share market or a lot of these myths around the share market driven by this old view of this thinking and also thinking by these managed funds or the institutions in a different way. And this is sort of really what this article is talking about. I mean, the gentleman who has written the article is saying, uh, who's a professional of international economics, is, and he's saying mainstream economic models were deeply flawed. And he said he found that it's surprising that central banks populated with rational men have the thought of using these models that would keep the economy stable. And it's clear that this view has failed in the last 10 years. And this is what he was telling a behavioural economics conference um, in Canberra only a short time ago. Now, to me, there's a lot of of argument about that behavioural finance. And this is what he's talking about is behavioural economics, which would underpin that anyway. But behavioural finance is things like um, herd mentality, people doing what everybody else is doing. And we see that a lot. A lot of people saying, oh, I'm doing this because somebody else is making money out of the share market so I'll get in or somebody else is buying these tech stocks so I'll get in or somebody else is buying mining stocks so I'll get in or they're using margin lending where that's not necessarily that me too I will do that or that herd mentality it's also about fear and greed and everything else and how uh, this whole article is talking about how the the traditional economic models don't take into account the way people think and how that we can be irrational not necessarily rational and there's actually a, to, and he actually goes on to say we need economic policy that takes into account psychology. Now, to me, psychology, or, uh, and I often talked about when I'm teaching traders in, in our diploma of share trading and investment or other courses, is that learning to trade is 20% of the whole battle. The other 80% is actually understanding the psychology part of it. So I understand where this gentleman's coming from is that you can have all these models and theories and strategies, but then something comes into play and that's human emotions. And, and that's really what does drive the economy and what drives the share market because there's that fear and greed. It doesn't matter what the share is valued at and the share could be fundamentally valued at $30, but could be trading at 10 because just nobody wants to buy it. Everybody wants to sell it because they're worried about something that may or may not happen and we all know in life that we uh, often fear things that don't actually happen all the time i mean we have all these fears and uh, around us but sometimes these fears are unfounded or just because of some belief that is misconstrued by us 
The article actually talks about it. It says uh, one of the, I'll quote directly from it here, and it says, to understand how economies work and how we can manage them and prosper, we must pay attention to the thought patterns that animate people's ideas and feelings or their animal spirits, the author writes. Um, And it goes on, I mean, obviously I won't talk about the whole article, but it does bring some interesting facts in it to me to say that uh, we do need to consider that in our economy because obviously this subprime mortgage meltdown has affected a lot of people and what's going on in the marketplace. I mean, you're talking about super funds having their worst returns in 20 years. People are consistently talking to us and coming in the door saying, you know, I lost 40% or 50% or 70%. Uh, We've even had one person who had lost 80% of their money over the last one to two years um, and to me that is where we don't look at those things or not sorry us but the, as a industry we don't look at those sorts of things financial planners choose not to act even though this is very very common information because of various different things around their world that enable them not to act because obviously if they said to people we'll pull out of the share market and put your money in cash then they're starting to lose some of their commissions because they will get less paid less trailing commissions on a cash account than they would in a managed fund and uh, uh, to me it's it really is about doing what's right for the client and and making sure that their investments are performing now performing quite often sometimes mean well not losing or not losing or keeping those losses very very small so when the market is more bullish that you can actually pick those up pretty quickly because anybody in the share market must expect to lose at some time it's very hard to keep portfolios in positive territory year in year out for a 10 year period um, we, we do need to expect that sometimes we'll be selling shares at a loss. We do need to expect that sometimes we'll sell them at a, a good profits as well. Not everything is guaranteed in the share market. And I know a lot of people would remember me saying a few times that the only two things we can control in the market is when we get in and when we get out. While the money's in the market, it's not ours. It actually belongs to the market because you may not get it back. Cut your losses short, let your profits run, and that's really where I'd like to um, end this podcast. So hopefully this has been a little bit interesting. As I said, it was to me it was an interesting article, and it was written by um, Emma Connors on the tw- uh, 26th of July in the Australian Financial Review. So you might want to try and Google it or try and find the article, because it is a quite interesting one to read. But uh, I'll leave that with you, and hope you've enjoyed Talking Wealth for this week. Um, as I've said before, if you've got anything you want us to chat about, please send us some ideas through to info at wealth within. I don't care what you want to want us to talk about. It would either be myself or David and Janine will get in here and have a chat. Please send those through if you'd like us to talk about anything that might be interesting to you. I'll leave you there. I'm Dale Gellum, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Take care and look forward to t- chatting with you next time. Bye-bye. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE.